You're listening to Skyhawk After Dark Welcome to the Hanky Panky Podcast with your host, Coraline Jewell, a number one international best-selling author, director, porn star, swing club owner, and lifestyle coach. We'll delve into all topics related to the adult industry. Everything from porn, panty selling, custom orders, webcamming, swinging, BDSM community, polyamorous lifestyle, and more. Intrigued? Curious? Coraline is an open book and will share her experiences and knowledge in the world of sex. Let's welcome your host, Coraline Jewell. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Hanky Panky Podcast. I'm your hostess, Coraline Jewell. Nice to have you guys back today. It is a Friday here, and um, my guest I'm super excited to have on the show. Before I get started with introducing you, I want to put a shout out to Skyhawk After Dark Radio for having us on their network and as being my producer. And uh, also, we are on Full Swap Radio. We did a show recently for them about consent with my co-host, Tyson. So if you haven't checked that one out, take a look at that. Also, we are on K97 FM Radio and, of course, any other platform that you guys did listen to your podcast on Spotify, Anchor, and uh, YouTube. YouTube numbers are going up, so keep those numbers going up. Join our community over there. I just started a community because I just took control of that page, so now we can uh, start having some contests. And all of everything is on Hanky Banky Podcast. Move to CoralineJewel.com, and that way you can get my platform there, which is uh, all my content. We've got the store open now, the coaching, the um, blogs. Oh my Lord. The podcast. Uh, what else is over there? Um, hmm, trying to think. I know I put something else over there. I don't remember now. Oh yeah. The tour schedule. That's what we did. The tour schedule. Cause people keep asking me when are you coming to my cities and now you guys can just go to my website and find everything under one platform. And then we've got some sponsor spots available. We still were schizo kitty. So if you guys go to schizokitty.com out in the Palm desert, you guys get 10% off swim shears, another one of our sponsors and also 10% off. And then you've got love hammer, lovehammer.com. You can use the code jewel J E W E L that's $10 off and free shipping. And of course, if you go to my website and you look on the right hand side, you are going to get free access to a various um, number of swinger lifestyle sites, Lifestyle Lounge, SLS, Cassidy, and SDC. And you guys get 30 days free where you can then decide which one works best for you in your area. Okay, we are done with that. Without further ado, finally, Jenna, Miss Jenna Starr, welcome to the show. How are you, gorgeous? I'm good. Thank you for having me. Thank you for coming. I was always, I always tell my guests that um, whenever whenever I get you know whenever I always end up we we end up talking for a good like thirty minutes before I'm like crap we just got to press record you know so same yeah. thing Jenna Jen and I did the same thing that I did with Casey last week and that I always do so um, but I always like get to know you guys a little bit better so thank you for joining us on this Friday afternoon and how are you doing today because it's Friday I'm good I'm great yeah. Good. So you guys who are, do not know, because Jenna, you are fairly new to the adult industry, but my God, if you come in and come in with a bang, girlfriend, you are mm-hmm. killing it. You're killing Thank it. You. So it's, it's an honor to have you on the show. It's an honor to meet you. When I come to Vegas, we're going to go out and party. Um, yes. So let's tell everybody a little bit about you. I originally thought you guys that she was from the South because she's just got the cutest little Southern drawl, but it's actually just California, So, <laughs> which is where I am. Um, so you are raised out in Cali then, right? Yes. Okay, raised in Cali and um, original goals. Uh, we talked about this a little bit earlier. Grew up as a religious background, so pretty religious family. Uh, goals were to be a teacher. Any kind of particular teacher? What were you thinking as a child growing up? Um, was probably like elementary. 
And like, okay, so like an elementary school teacher, okay. And then um, when did you embark on uh, starting your own cosmetology company and how did that like start? What made you do that? So <laughs> for fun and like pastime or like the, it would help with my anxiety. I mean, it makes sense to me now that that's what was going on. Um, but I used to just play with my hair all the time. Uh, do different styles and you know finding like you know different beauty things to do and I decided okay. that I turned into cutting hair and it turned into like coloring my own hair I was always doing something to myself to people around me and then um one day I went to get my hair done and the hairdresser was like what do you what have you done to your hair and I just told her everything I did to my hair and she just stopped and looked at me and was like you should go get your license and you should do hair and I was like okay she said don't let anything or anyone stop you and ah. so I did I like that I like that. Okay, so you went to cosmetology school, got your got your license in hair, and then did you also do like where you have to do facials and nails, or because I know they're all like kind of separate. I was thinking about learning how to do lashes. <laughs> so Just- it was um, cosmetology, which is like all the above except for okay. straight razor as a barber. Okay. So it's okay, hair, so you- nails. It is hair, nails, and is it also um, facials? Uh, yes, for the skin. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so then did you finish school? Did you finish it? Yeah. Ooh, now I'm really coming to Vegas. Do you remember? <laughs> yeah, so I Can you help? It, yeah, I finished it in exactly like 10 months. Oh, yeah. that's cool. Okay, okay. Well, you know, during the pandemic, like all the places were closed, right? So my girlfriend, she does nails. And then um, I was starting to learn how to do hair extensions. We have another friend that does lashes. And I was like, man, we could open up like our own little place here, you know? And then we would post on Facebook just as a joke. I would say like, um, all right, you know, who wants to name our salon? It's me and so-and-so. My mom was like, you're going to get in trouble. You don't have a license. And I'm like, I'm, it's a joke. We're just giggling around and laughing because we're like, this is pathetic doing our own hair, you know, and stuff. But now we are doing it because it's been so long. You know, so now I'm like, I can do it on my own. I can do yeah. the, um, I do the beaded extensions and I do the, um, uh, the yeah, the U-tips. No, not the tape. I don't like tape, but they oh. glue one. You make the hot bead. Yeah, that took me a while to get um, good at that. But now I've got it. So, um, okay. So let's see. So you did the cosmetology stuff. And then if I read correctly in my research, something happened like during the pandemic. How did you get involved in the adult industry? Someone spotted you somewhere. Right. So I had, yes, I had started an OnlyFans before the pandemic and I was working okay. on it and it hit because I wanted more than one income with my business. And then it hits and I went in full force because I was like, I mean, th- I'm going and I'm just going to have to go into the one and uh, one thing now because um, it uh, my business just got shut down like a lot, every, a lot of other people overnight. And um my clients just weren't coming back fast enough. And I couldn't, I, I just felt like I worked so hard and I invested so much and I, I built it from scratch, like ground up. I was like, I, I you know, I, I can't. It's hard. Did you, um, did you have, were you renting a place and having people come in to get their hair done or were you going to people's homes and doing hair and stuff? I had a, sal- like a registered salon studio. Yeah. You see. And so everybody couldn't come in. Right. Yeah. yeah. And I, want to risk people coming over um and either I just didn't want to like you know if someone was going to get sick or if I was going to get sick or you know or if people in my household were going to get sick yeah 
you know, I just didn't want to be responsible or get in trouble, you know? Yeah. I mean, and that's, and that's, and that's everybody. I mean, you know, so many people lost their businesses. And for me, I own a swingers club. And so what happened for me, which was difficult is that I couldn't host events because nothing was open. And then when I did finally, like they started to open places, my bars are gone. My hotels are closed. And so I'm starting from scratch again, you know, and it's very, very difficult. Same as you. I built it from my, I built it from the bottom up 2012. I started my company, got 20,000 members and I've got no venues. They're gone. So I'm going to start all over. Um, so you were doing the OnlyFans stuff. And then from there, what happened? Uh, that year, uh, October, uh, I had wasn't even really using Twitter at the time uh, of the year of COVID. And I had gotten one because I was just like, well, I guess I'm supposed to Twitter because, uh, you know, I can advertise on there. Right. So I had like a thousand followers. And then um, one, one I, I was kind of like meditating on it. But then one day I opened up my um, my inbox and I look and I'm like, is this real? <laughs> no way. Me and was like, hey, you know, we'd like to just like if you know if you do like a scene with us and if you like it, we can talk about you know further scenes. And so I was like, whoa, it took me a minute, you know, and I'm looking at it, going to the profile, and I'm like, yeah, I can't believe this just happened right now. It's crazy. Um, because I right, you're thinking that you're thinking that's gotta be a scam, right? You're looking at this, yeah, because everything we always have to check for scams. So many yeah, because I get a lot of weird like inquiries. So I was like, all mm -hmm. right, well, so then that was October. Um, I had a, I had lipo, I had a surgery, I had to get a reconstructive lipo surgery in November. So we didn't actually have me come out until February of last year. And that was 2021, right? Yeah. Yeah. Holy shit, girl. I'm proud of you. You freaking pull yourself. That's amazing. That's awesome. That's so cool. So you went out for your first scene. Oh my God. I did didn't... anybody know? Did you tell anyone? Okay. So I actually didn't <laughs> tell anyone. Um, I told like, um, a friend, I told some siblings, um, and I didn't tell anyone else. Didn't tell my mother. I didn't tell it. Cause I didn't want anyone coming in and like, I knew what I was going to hear, you know, like, Oh, just the, the cliche things people say, I didn't want any of that negative energy. And I wanted to do it. And I didn't want anyone, you know, messing with me about it or, you know, making me feel bad. So I was like, whatever. So I didn't tell anyone and I didn't post about it and talk about it until I was on set that day and then i posted on instagram i'm shooting for browsers and then it was like oh wow you know and so i got to just go in with my own you know, mindset well you know sometimes like something like sometimes when we talk about something ahead of time okay and then it doesn't happen Okay, because people let you down, you know, then it's like, you know, people are like, well, what happened? I thought you were going to be doing that scene. And it's like, oh, well, it didn't happen, blah, blah, blah. So, I mean, I've got something that's supposed to be happening next weekend. And it's huge. It's big. Okay. But I haven't told anybody because... I'm so like, I'm so used to let down. I'm so used to people, you know, being flaky and, you know, all talk, no do that. I don't even say anything anymore until it's like after the fact. And then people are like, why didn't you tell me? And I'm like, because I just figured they were going to fucking flake on me like everybody else does. So, you know, exactly. so it's better to do it that way. 
Yep. And I feel that way very often. I wait until it is like there and then I'm like, it is here, you know, happening. Yes. Okay. So tell us about that. This is your first time walking on an actual, like, this is not just, you know, shooting content with, you know, somebody for your OnlyFans page. You're walking on a big set uh, with directors, with other performers. Um, Have you, had you at that point in your life, had you ever had sex in front of anybody else before? Uh, at a swingers event or anything like that. How old are you? No, I'm 33. Okay. So you just got in at 32. Really? Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I got in at 35. See, I think it's better in my, I've told people this a lot. I think that had I gotten into the adult industry when I was 19 or 20, I might have been, you know, taking a different direction because I don't think I was mature enough. You know, at 35, I'm mature enough to make I, sure I know, put your money aside, get, stay away from the drugs, stuff like that, you know? I definitely wasn't, wouldn't have been ready for it. And I don't think I, I would have either. I just built myself so much and, and worked really hard for everything that happened. Just became, you know, super business minded and everything and, and very like, okay, you know, what's more important, you know, like going out, like, I, I don't really care to go out and party because I'm like, mm-hmm. no, I got to work out. I, I have to keep my, you know, self together. I've got to keep my, my mind straight, organized, you know, okay. and I probably wouldn't have been able to do that when I was younger, but that's just, you know, that's me. <laughs> I think that's the same for me. That's the same for me. I mean, I know yeah. when I was, you know, when I was younger, like I wanted to go out on a Friday and a Saturday night, like I'd feel like, Oh my God, I need to go out, you know? And now my friends are like, what are you up to? And I'm like, staying home I'm making jewelry. I'm going to webcam a little bit. You know, I might write some more of my book. I don't, I'm, I'm awful. I don't want to go out. Like when people, when, when I agree to go out, like, it's like, a, it's like a chore. I'm like, fuck, I gotta get dressed and I gotta go out. You know, I just don't want to sometimes. I'm, I'm kind of enjoying being my little homebody. I know I'm yeah. awful. I have to, I'm loving it though. Like my girlfriend's like, what are you doing this weekend? And I go, nothing. And then I went to Michael's today and I bought some beads and I'm going to make my jewelry downstairs. And I'm all excited for that. I'm like, I'm pathetic. <laughs> Oh, no, that sounds good. Doesn't that sound like fun? I was like, I, was, I told her, I was like, you can come over and make jewelry with me. I make swingers jewelry now and I'm like loving it. I'm like having so much fun being creative. Um, okay. Yeah. I said that's I very just, interesting. It's fun. It's fun. Okay. So you're showing up. Tell us about your first time on set. Share that with my listeners. Um, just very nervous. <laughs> I was so nervous. And I mean, it was like, I had like months of buildup preparation nervous yeah just nervous like what it was going to be like or you know like if I was going to do good I mean a lot of it was like me like am I if I was going to do good or not I was going to like fuck it up you know and is it um was it just a straight boy girl scene no my first that week I did three uh consecutive in three days and I did the first one was a girl girl with Bridget B Okay. And, and the second one was Boy Girl with Xander uh, Cordovas. Mm-hmm. And then the third one was Boy Girl Girl with Kyle Mason and Kaylee Gunner. And that, that is the one that was the most viral scene of 2021. That was the one that got like over a million views, that one? Yeah. Did you guys hear that? Her third scene, over a million views. I don't think I've had a million views in my life. That is amazing. Okay, so you said three consecutive. Was that like three days or was that one a day? Okay. They didn't like make you come and do all three in the same day. No, no, no. no. Okay. And um, okay, now you walk away from that. And what is your like feeling? Are you going, whew, okay, I don't want to do it again. Or, oh my God, that was amazing. It was fun. What do you think? Like when you look back on it. It was so fun, 
Um, I really enjoy acting and it, it really like lightens my energy and my mood and it's, it's super fun and I love being creative and, and I feel like they're, you know, like the companies is really good at that. And then the people that I work with that I've worked with and work with that, you know, we just, we have so much fun on set, you know, everyone's laughing and. And that's what it should be. That's what it should be. You know, yeah. professional, but still professional, but you should still like your job. You know, if somebody yeah. goes in, if somebody comes in and that's for my listeners too, if somebody comes into this industry and you guys are not enjoying it, then don't do it. If you, yeah. you know, I say that all the time, whatever job you're doing, I just wrote an article. I called it, you know, the shoulda, woulda, coulda. Don't stay in a job till you're 65 years old and then go, God, I should have gotten out of this or a marriage just because you're in it, you know, for the sake of the kids. And it's the same thing. If you don't like when you're at the adult industry and you don't like shooting, then get out, do what yeah. you like to do. Um, when you came home from that, what happened next did, cause you didn't have an agent at this time. I mean, you, you, you went in pretty much like nobody really like, right. Who told you how to get the testing and nobody really told you anything. They must have browsers, you know, but right. Yeah, they coached me. Um, they, they coached me through everything. Um, and then was- when you were, when you were done and you went home, uh, were you waiting for a phone call or did they say to you after those three seasons, like, when did they say to you? Cause they, did they sign you as a contract girl? No. Okay. So when did they, like say to you, you did a good job stay in this or what were your steps after that? So they contacted me to do um, just like more scenes. We just discussed okay. it. We, we just discussed it back and forth. And have you shot for, can you shoot for anybody else now or can you only shoot for browsers? So I'm not contract. So I, I you're not contract. Okay. Other company. Yeah. Cool. Okay. And now do you have an agent or no? Yes, I do. OC Who are you with? Okay, you're with those emails. Well, that's Sandra, right? Yeah. Okay. And then, um, and then Tanya's. You're doing your PR, right? Yes, Tanya. And how did you find? How did you find Tanya? <laughs> um, I this is kind of funny. I was looking at a post, and I was thinking about. I was already thinking about getting a publicist. Okay. Um, and I was like, I think this is something I need to do. Um, but I don't really know where to start or where to begin. And I was already trying to figure out how to do like my own media, you know, and then I learned you can't really do that. So it's a, it's a lot. It's a, it's a lot. It's a lot to handle. Do you handle your own social media too right now? Like, or is it, I see, I don't know. I, I can't. I can't. I've, I've got, I, I tell people all the time, you guys are mostly, if you don't send your penis because my, 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 my helper in Bangladesh, she doesn't like your penis. He doesn't like it. <laughs> yeah, I'm just high functioning. So my brain is running a million miles an hour. So it's like, I know, I know it's a lot though. Um, so that's how you found it. So you started looking and then did somebody recommend her to you or? So I saw a post, um, Angela White had posted, Okay. She, I think she won a, an award and she said, she was saying like a thank you. And I seen her say thank you to Tanya Tate. And I was like, I look, so then I looked up Tanya, I clicked on that. And then I saw, oh, this is what I was looking for. And so I contacted Tanya and, you know, she got back to me like right away, you mm-hmm. know, went through explaining everything, answered all my questions. And then I was like, I feel like this is worth a shot of investment to, you know, see what, how, you know, how like it goes. She's good. She's very good. I mean, I've worked with her a lot with a lot of her performers and um, she's very, very, she's honest. She's responsible. She gets back to you right away. And she's very, you know, she's got her, 
she's organized. And to me, organization is like key. You got to be organized. You know, I need, I need people around who are organized because I with being like high functioning, like autistic, like I struggle with and ADHD severe combined and just a bunch of stuff going on in there. But, um, organizational is not my, you know, not your forte. So for me, it is mine. Like I'm very, very organized and it drives me crazy when I, sometimes I'll say to like my friends, I'm like, I feel like half my life is babysitting the people that work for me. And that drives me nuts. Like I actually wrote my, I wrote my guy today, my helper. And I said, are we working today? And I didn't even mean it in a mean way, but I'm like, dude, are you going to fucking going to work or not? Like, just either do it or I'm really good at like keeping tabs on people and things. <laughs> yeah, see, I do that. I, I go, I, I look to see, did he post? Persistent and bugging. I'm really good at like being <laughs> um, But yeah. Oh my gosh. So okay. So now, so you've been in. Let's see. So February, you've only been in like 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 a little over a year, right? I mean, technically, like barely a year. It's barely a year. Forever months for the scenes to start coming out and then um now they're starting to come out i do have uh several browser scenes i am starting i'm losing track of the count but i have three that are not released i just did a new one today and then i have a new one coming up um so then that'll be four you know that won't be right and um Working, I've worked with Girlfriends Films um, twice, which was really nice. I really enjoyed that. I hear they're an amazing company. They are a good company. Yeah, I love it. And I was like, we know now, like, I like women too, you know, so I really enjoy working with both men and women. Um, are you allowed to, are you allowed to self-book with OC models or do they strictly, so if anybody's listening right now and they wanted to book you, do they go through OC or can you self-book? They go through OC. Got it. Okay, you guys, if you're listening, because I do have a lot of producers that listen to the show as well, so they go through OC. Um, you yeah. still have an OnlyFans page. Do you have your own website or a loyal fans or anything else or just stuck to OnlyFans? There is a loyal fans and there is a fansly. Um, okay. And... I'm like, oh, I got, oh, yay, I got my Pornhub together. I got registered and verified Jenna Star with my actual name finally after. Oh, cool. Okay. So being persistent. Other people using, yeah. And then the thing is, though, like, I mean, we still can't, um, they're still not accepting monetary payments, right? Like, we can't sell customs there yet, or we can't sell our own, like, you know, bitty video that you buy there, because they're still having the issues with the merchant accounts, I I believe. I looked the other day. Literally, it's probably been two weeks since I've gotten it going. Yeah, it's confusing. So I'm not really like I'm still learning about a lot of it, but I'm my my main focus is for people to know like like marketing. So yeah. That's what I do. So I'm on there and I'll I'll send you a message. I'll try to friend you on there. I think we can like follow each other, but I'm also still learning it because um I'm pretty much on there to direct them to my website is what I do, you know, but, um, it's, 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 it's super confusing. I mean, I've got the same yeah. as you, you know, you gotta, gotta go to the model hub and then that whole part, you know? So I'm tinkering around with it right now. It may or may not make sense, but what I'm, what I do when I'm, you know, so I get on there and I just start doing stuff and then I see what happens and then I adjust and move things around and then, you know, figure yeah. it out. Yeah. Yeah, it's a it's 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 a confusing one because it used to be that you could have you know free stuff and then you could have a trailer that led to buy your you know the actual video if you were doing your own content and then you can leave. But now there's no monetary value unless I think they still have like the clicks per view. But I think it's like you need like I don't know I don't even know how many clicks you need to like earn ten cents. I'm like I'm not doing it. 
It's crazy. It's crazy. Um, okay, so now, when did you go and tell your mom or your family, brothers, sisters, whatever, uh, by the way, I'm, I'm now in the adult industry and I'm not doing cosmetology anymore. <laughs> or did you tell them? So my mom is like, she's funny. You know, you can't drop a load on her like out of nowhere. <laughs> So I work, I work my mom over and I, okay. I condition her and I slowly but surely start to introduce and tell her that I'm doing something. So it was like, oh, my goodness. It was oh. like, oh, hold on a second. I know. I lost your camera. Let's see here. There you are. Perfect. Um, You're back. So I just was like, oh my goodness, you know, I didn't tell her for a really long time. And then finally I was like, man, uh, you know, I need you to pray for me. I'm so excited. Like I need this to work out, you know, like, uh, so she didn't really know what it was for a while. And I was just like, okay. Know, one of the biggest companies and you know, this is going to be great. Like blah, blah, blah. She was like, okay, cool. Like, good, good, good. And, and then I just slowly was like, you know, like every time I brought it up, I told her a little bit more and a little bit more. She's probably, she's probably thinking, oh my God, my daughter's going to work for Paul Mitchell. That's where she's going. <laughs> well, she knew like I was an IG model and she, I think she knew I had an OnlyFans, but like, okay. You know, it's interesting because people separate the two in, in their mind. And yeah, they are two different industries. But like, you know, at the end of the day, my vagina is still going to be out, you know. So right, to, right. Me, to me, it was like, I might as well. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, the same thing with me, you know, um, it was the same thing, you know, my, my parents found out, well, they found out through my sister, the one that I told you, I, you know, I was very upset with, but, um, you know, they found out and then, um, but then the best thing that I ever did, and I say this all the time, the best thing I ever did was write my book and put it all out there because now there's no more secrets and there's no more remembering my white lies or anything. Cause I really don't fucking give a shit. You know, I'm, I went on, I got my master's in sexology and I've, you know, got my college degree and I own my house and, you know, and then I wrote a book, but that's when they got my thought, my, my mom knows, but my father got so upset when I wrote the book and I was shocked, you know, I'm like, you already knew everything else. And I think like I gained a lot of respect because I am been successful uh -huh. and, and I've basically for lack of better words just I've got you know like my shit together I mean don't think I'm perfect <laughs> no none no, of us are you know high functioning dysfunctional person you will ever meet but like my mom seeing that I was financially secure like I you know, like I was building myself up, like, you know, I wasn't getting into trouble. Like, you know, I went, you know, I ran a whole business already. I already hit so many milestones and gained so much respect so that once it got to that point as like for my age and everything, it was like, I, I know what I'm doing and you're going to trust in what I'm doing because I already showed you I could do some, I was successful. I grew something. Right. I built yeah. And that's awesome. And that's awesome. So now, so she knows and your siblings know, everybody knows, right? Um, do they? <laughs> yeah, I look at her. Yeah. Um, what are your, like, what are your goals from here on out? I mean, I know that, you know, you've only been in a year and you've, you've already like accomplished so much. What do you want to do? Where do you want to go from here? Um, so I, <sighs> I really am just, just trying to push, you know, my, my, my brand out as far as I can really, okay. you know, and, and then the first thing was, okay, I was, you know, 
self-booking with browsers and then, I, and then I, you know, pondered on it for a while. And then I, you know, I got my agent and then I was like, okay, I want to, I want to go like further. I want to broaden that. I want to work with other companies because the more you do, the more, you know, it grows and then like, okay, I'm going to work on the publicity side of things. I'm going to work on the social media things. So right now it's like hitting all of the things that you need to hit like growing consecutively exactly because you're building you build you're building your brand and that's the key you know just to continue to build your brand and um again like we talked about if you were 19 and 20 years old trying to build your brand you've got to really have a good head on your shoulders but i think you know where you are you know, as I, as I interviewed, you know, I interviewed Alexis Fox the other day and she too, you know, she's got a good head on her shoulders. Smart girl, you know? Um, yeah. Okay. I always like to ask this and, and you've been, you haven't been ready long. So this will be an interesting one for you. Anytime that you can remember any of your scenes, okay. Where you showed up, either you showed up and you went like, oh my freaking God, like what the hell? Or you walked out of there and you go, I can't believe that just happened. Like I've had, I'll give you an example. Uh, Jay crew was on set and the girl that he was shooting with said she had to go to the restroom. And all of a sudden he just looks up and there she is walking down the street with her suitcase. She's just like bailed in the middle of her scene. And he's like, what the fuck? You know? So, and uh, Sharon Mitchell said that she uh, had to go and shoot inside a bowl of spaghetti. And she was like, I had spaghetti in her forever. So that's the kind of stuff we try to think about. Something that you just go, what the hell happened? Um, I've, I've never uh, bailed on a scene. Okay. <laughs> uh, I don't think I've bailed. I've never bailed on a scene either. I'm like, but- okay, I've had some miscommunications on... Um, what was expected? Yes. Like on what was it? Yeah. So um, for listeners out there, not that we're telling you guys, if you guys are uncomfortable at any given point, you speak up and you say you're uncomfortable. But um, yeah, I've never I've never walked on a scene. <laughs> so, I, can't, I can't imagine his face just being like, there goes our girl. <laughs> yeah. So there there was like one time I uh I let you know I was like okay we we all it was like a mutual like you know no hard feelings nothing it was just a misunderstanding okay Um, there was a misfire you know I'm still like new and you know and like reading things and ADHD dyslexic all kinds of things going on like I don't always catch certain details so um but yeah you know I've gone I've gone through you know that um other than that I had like uh just where you know I just didn't like wasn't feeling good you know I needed to go anything anything funny ever happened like I said sometimes I wish like when the cameras are not rolling I'm like damn it that was like the best blooper ever why are we not rolling you know anything like that like I had a girl who she was supposed to be with me and she fell right over the couch and like went onto the floor behind me and I'm like oh my god and like she just lay there and I'm like are you okay and they and I'm like did anybody catch that on camera and nobody caught it (laughs) yeah all the time Right. I know. I think we should be rolling cameras all the time. Sometimes the joke that I come up with beforehand is either what were you end up doing um, or like what I end up doing. You know, I come up with something. I'm like, ha ha ha. Just make it like, oh, this would be, <laughs> you know, just playing around. And there was like, no, actually that, you know, we should do that. And I'm like, yeah, OK, you know, and then other people do it, too, you know. Yeah. Um, so yeah, definitely. Or I'm like, man, I did it like perfectly. I hope I can do that again. <laughs> right. Yeah, I know. And I, I think there's so many times, I, like I was talking to, um, so I'm working, we just built my new website and launched my new website. And uh, the guy that's helped me was saying to me, he's like, do you have bloopers? And I was like, oh my God, you have no idea how many bloopers I wish 
I had. Like when I look back and so sometimes I'll just set up my camera and I just tell the director, if you don't mind, I just have my cell phone running over there so I don't miss another blooper. Not that I'm expecting one, but maybe one will happen. <laughs> so those yeah. are always the best. Um, have you been nominated for anything yet? Um, nominated, I don't think so. I think that we've submitted some things, but I, I don't, I'm still, see, I'm still learning how all that works. You all sound like you're going to, that's going to happen very, very soon. Somebody pops up and they're like, oh, this and that. I'm like, oh, I didn't know. I'm the type of person where I'd be sitting at home and then people will be like, hey, you, you won an award. And I'm like, what? No, I didn't. Yeah. They're like, yeah. And I'm like, where? You know, like, what are you talking about? You know, I came home, um, I came home, I guess it was January, I want to say like January 7th and 8th or something was the uh, X3 show in LA, okay? And I came, and then the next day was the X-Biz Awards, I did the red carpet interviews, and the next day I came home, that was Monday, and I came home and my girlfriend Lily Craven texted me and she goes, we're jumping on the, we're jumping on the Corlin Jewel train, you've won, uh, or you've been nominated for Hot as Milf, and I'm like, who has? She told me I had, and I'm like, yeah. no I haven't and she's like, like yes you have and so she tells me and I was like I didn't even know that you know so I'm like thanks Lily for keeping an eye out for me <laughs> like she's so funny we're jumping on the band she said we're jumping on the Coral and Jewel train I said okay who's leading the who's leading it so so funny but so, yeah that's what happened um let's see what other questions do I have for you okay so working on your brand we've got a Pornhub page going and only fans a fansly and a loyal fans um any scenes coming up or shoots that you've been booked for in the new future that you're super excited for that you want to share with us um well I just did uh, not yesterday but the day before that like two days ago I got a uh scene with Nympho okay Mike Adriano's Nympho and that was really cool like it, it was pretty cool like it was just like very like like different you know I've heard stuff. about that yeah yeah I had Can a lot you... of fun with that and um favorite type of scene do you prefer girl girl boy girl have you done any interracial or anal anything like that yet no anal no uh, anal yet I do interracial on for like, you know, like I do it on my own work. I, um, okay. And I'm like thinking, I'm like, have I done an interracial scene for the companies? Mm. I don't think so. It's uh, interesting because when you get into the industry, they tell you like, this is years ago. Well, I'm having a boy, girl, girl that is interracial coming up. So okay. That's for Brad. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I know when you, when you first get in, they say to you, you know, um, uh, you know, th th this is how it was. Okay. Save, save your interracial, save your anal, because that'll be a big pay when you do do it or whatever. Well, I didn't listen. <laughs> Sorry. I didn't listen. The first, the, I think my first scene was an interracial anal. That was with Danny Ocean. I was like, oops, sorry. But you know, I, I do what I want to do, you know, and, and I know. Also, I know. I'm oh, sorry. Okay. And, and you know what else? Like, you know how like we check off on the list, like what we'll do and won't do, you know, what, what what's your preference and not your preference or whatever. So um, I, you know, I said, I, I don't swallow. swallow. Oh, I, I love so for me, it's exciting. And, yeah. You know, yeah. So I wouldn't have thought anything of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I didn't, I mean, for me, I was like, oh, well, okay. But, but where I, here's what happened to me. So I, um, uh, I did, so I did put on there, like, I don't swallow. Like I just put, that wasn't my thing. Well, my first, first scene is booked by my agent and he runs the 
company called Big Gulp Girls. And he's like, okay, you're shooting with me tomorrow and you're doing the swallow scene. And I'm like, how on earth do you tell your agent no to the first, you know? So I was like, okay, so forget that one. And then the second one was the interracial anal. I'm like, okay, well, shit. All right, just throw me in here. Like, <laughs> I went all in. <laughs> but um, yeah, I tell people, do what you want to do, you know? Don't let anybody tell you what you can or can't do. That's for sure, right? Yeah. Look at you. I'm so proud of you. All right. So, and I always like to end my show before I have everybody. Let's first of all tell everybody how they can find you. So I know, is it all Jenna? Let's spell it for them. I know it's J-E-N-N-A-S-T-A, two R's, right? Yes, two R's. Okay, all right, you guys. So we got Jenna Star. Is it Jenna Star XXX at, like, tell them how they can find you on Twitter, Instagram, Pornhub, all of them. Okay, so now this is what I was pushing for with the porn hub that I finally got. So if you type in Jenna Star, you will find my profile. Okay. Simple. Now on Instagram, I have Jenna Star. The, the at is Jenna two underscores star with two R's. That is what okay. Twitter Twitter's the same. My okay. only fans is Jenna one underscore star with two R's. Um, it's hard. It, yeah. Do you have an all my? Do you have an all my links? Did you do one of those? I do. Yes. Yes. And so it's I that do. that's connected to your Twitter, right? Yeah, I have all that that stuff on there. Yeah. I finally got so on Twitter. I'm at Sweet Blue CJ. Okay, because somebody had taken. They did a fan page for me at Coral and Jewel and they took my name and so I'm like fuck so I just saw I just saw it's available again so I grabbed it so isn't that crazy but that was seven years ago so for seven yeah. years I've been at Blue CJ yeah so I was able to grab my name back but yeah that's why it's hard just because you, if you can keep them consistent it's easier to find you and then there's always people out there that are stealing our names FYI somebody was sweet blue underscore CJ and they were stealing all my stuff and pretending that, it, that they were me don't wow. do that. Yes, yeah, yeah, so warned me um, before my scenes came out, and before like I told anyone, um, they warned me to try to go get everything settled in, and and I did the best I could. But I had no idea that, that Star was common. I I didn't watch porn. I didn't really know who a lot of people were or anything mm -hmm. like that. I but still I don't watch porn. <laughs> do you watch? Do you watch it now? I actually I, I don't. I only no, watch. Yeah. I like to be involved. I like, I like doing it, I guess. See, I'm the one who does it, but yeah. um, I like to have a sex myself. <laughs> Watching yeah. just kind of, it either frustrates me or it, or it, it's just, it's just like, okay. <laughs> well, everybody's got their, everybody's got, you know, their own thing. Like, so I used to, when I was um, first working at a swingers club, I remember the owner would come and he's like, come on, they're, they're all doing a bukkake, come watch. And I'm like, no, thank you. I don't want to watch. You're like, I want to participate or not be involved at all. I've never been a voyeur, but an exhibitionist, like I like, that's why I think that's why I like to perform. I like to, you know, I don't so want to watch. I learned that I do like to watch in person though. Oh, okay. So there you go. See, I don't. Because it's infer like, but you would think it would be like, oh, you're getting, you know, you're getting turned on. It's it's like informational research to me. Yeah, learn. That's true. There you go. Because you're learning. Oh, yeah. What you're doing is I. Oh, right? let me see what you're doing. 
That's true. And I think you learn, like when I'm on set with like other performers, like I was on set with Mackenzie Lee, for example. And so I was like, you know, they were like, okay, we're going to get started. And Mackenzie's like, wait, hold on a second. And I'm like, wait, what are you doing? And she's like, oh, I rubbed this amazing coconut oil. And I'm like, oh, that smells so good. I want some, you know? So you learn from other performers and stuff like that. Um, yeah. When I was at the X-Biz, which is the January 7th event, and they said, can you do the um, red carpet and, you know, the interviews? And I said, yeah, sure. But who's going to be with me? Because I don't know anybody. And they're like, what do you mean you don't know anybody? And I'm like, I don't watch porn. So you just have to tell me who you want me to talk to and who you don't want me to talk to. And they're like, are you serious? And I'm like, do you want me to do the interviews? Yes or no? Like, I just don't right. know anybody. I don't watch porn. A lot of people don't watch it. or they bring up people's names and I'm just like... I know. Me too. I know. I know. So I have to study. Like I have to actually go next study. So I, I do my research though. So, um, okay. So the advice, I always ask my guests one piece of advice that you would give someone that's listening now, and this can go to your different ways. Okay. It's either I've got a performer that's listening and she really wants to, you know, he or she wants to take the next step into the industry, or I've got a family member who is not sure about supporting their daughter, their sister, their aunt, their aunt, you know, who's in this industry. What advice would you give them? Okay, let me make sure I understood. The second question was, I have a family member that is... So, like, um, they're not 100% supportive yet. Of So, it's like, you know, maybe I've got a father that's listening, and, you know, he loves watching porn when it's you and me performing, but he doesn't want his daughter to do this. Or I've got, a, I've got somebody who's doing this, and their entire family is just shunning them and not accepting them. What kind of advice would you give them? Because we've all been there. Well, your mom supported you, but... Uh, yeah, well, yeah, we did. We got there. We got the support there. My mom, my mom is uh, proud of me now and stuff like that. Um, but, um, I would say, you know, you just got to sit there and you got to weigh out your, your cards and you just got to be like, okay, is this something that I really want to do? And if it is something that you really want to do, you, you, that's probably the first point when you're going to have to like learn to stand strong and just be strong willed and go for it and, and don't don't stop and if, if that's how down. people if that's how people feel then then fine I had uh I've gone through you know some things in parts of my family with it I was disqualified from a uh Christmas um event on my dad's side of the family because of it so but I mean did it hurt yeah but at the end of the day I mean it, that's it's, I just like that's on them if that's how they they want to you know to be and just move forward mm -hmm. that's what you and I were talking about before we even started the cameras is you know um you got to stand strong and you just you know you've got to because people are going to judge no matter how much you know we say you know stop this judgment already um people are going to judge in, in in many different things whether if you just have an OnlyFans or if you're just webcamming or whatever it may be and you've got to be able to say you know what if you want to judge that's fine judge but that's you don't have to that. That's exactly how I got to that point where I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I've mm -hmm. always had a judgment, you know, people, you know, like analyzing me and calling me out on things. And, you know, I just got to a point to where I was like, well, you're going to judge me anyways. Doesn't matter. Exactly. But how we talk about enough if you're, yep. you're mm -hmm. over trending, if you're, you know, like you're 
just, you know, it could be many things. Well, we so, talked about that before we started the cameras too. You said something that was interesting to me that I didn't even say to you, you know, back, but you said it didn't matter what I did. They were, he was never proud of me. They were never proud of me, right? I never was good enough. I never, right? And that was the same thing with me. If it wasn't, if it was an A, why wasn't it an A plus? If it was second place in a nice skating competition, why wasn't it first? What did you do wrong? Why did you fuck up? You know, it's always that. That was my dad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. nothing ever good enough. And, exactly. and I would, you know, bring my grade up from an F to a D or a C. And it just wasn't, wasn't Never an good A. Enough. <laughs> yep. Exactly. Exactly. So, you know, um, that's what I, you know, what I do when I do the exoticas and I do my seminars and I do my coaching and stuff like that. Um, you know, the two things that I really try to put the message for it is, uh, you know, embrace your sexuality. Sex is good for you. Sex is healthy. And it's enough that we stop judging people. Embrace your sexuality. And also, you know, um, you know, like with gender identity and stuff, start, we got we just got to stop one, one person at a time, you know, stop the judgment and, accept people for who they are as human beings, as people, and we all believe the same color and we've got to continue to get that message across. So I personally think you are a brilliant woman, a beautiful woman, and welcome to the industry. That's so cool. I'm so proud of you, girl. I'm so proud of you. Well, when I come to Vegas, we won't go party. I'll bring my jewelry. We can have a jewelry making party. (laughs) Yeah, I'm down. People are going, really? Really, Coralyn, you and Jen are going to hang out at home and make jewelry? We'll we'll, we'll film it for our OnlyFans. (laughs) Hey. Right, right. Anything else you want to say, darling? Uh, There was something, and it slipped my mind. I was going to comment on something. Can't remember. I know, that's how I am. I know. (laughs) You sound like me. I say, I was going to say something. Mm, Can't remember. I'll remember it in like three hours, and then I'll get back on you. (laughs) That's what I do. I know. No, my brain. I used to be able to. Um, I don't know if you still can. I used to be able to. Um, seriously, like multi, like what, what do you call it? like multi talent? Like I, I could. Oh, breastfeed. I remember. I, okay. Oh, you so, you remember? Okay. So I mean, I've been asked to, you know, like, you know, certain questions like geared towards this, and um, you know, I. I felt like I wanted to be more open sexually and have, you know, more like be more embracing my sexuality. Okay. And so, and I had, that was a part of like getting into the industry for me and it has helped me out a lot, like understanding myself more and then other people um, because I, I didn't really have a lot of, you know, sexuality before and um, so go ahead. We didn't, we did, I was gonna say, we didn't touch base on that. Then because you grew up in a religious family, I'm assuming that, you know, it wasn't like your parents were okay with you having sex or right. Or like premarital sex or right. Was that yeah, not really discussed? You couldn't have sex before you were married. Everything was separated. Um, no one talked about anything sexual, like at church, um, everything mm. out. So, I mean, it's like basically you wait, you know, you, you have, you wait till you get married to have sex. Now, once you get married that, you know, and then you're supposedly having these, maybe, I mean, these conversations don't really happen. Like I was really never like taught anything, you know, about it and, and was never taught to embrace my sexuality and anything that was, I mean, I'm naturally a, a sexual, like being people are, you hear this, you hear it all the time with religion and then they go the opposite. 
because it's so yeah, forced upon so them. I feel like, and it gave me so much anxiety. I felt different. I knew something was off. I wanted to do more things. I felt very boxed in and constricted when they like, like sexually. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, and I wanted to know more about myself. Like I kind of felt like I was probably bisexual, but I, I didn't really get to explore much and, you know, and, and, and that. And then I wanted to be like really good at sucking dick and stuff. And I didn't really <laughs> do a lot of things. Right. And, and then what happens is when somebody waits till marriage and then they, you know, are with their partner, okay, they marry their husband, okay, or wife or whatever. And then they've never had sex with anybody else before. So they don't know what to expect, right? You don't know what to do. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting. It's interesting. Yeah, because that's another thing, you know, being like I've talked, like I was talking about, I think, um, you know, I told you that I had the, a Jehovah's Witness that came to one of my events and then he was told, you know, that he can't go home because his parents found out that he was um, at it. By the way, when I say at my events, he came to an exotica where everybody's completely closed and he came to listen to a seminar that I was hosting about embracing your sexuality. And his parents found out and said, don't bother coming home. And that just breaks my heart, breaks my heart, you so know. That is a hundred percent how it was like being raised in church was like, you cannot talk to, you cannot associate. Uh, you are just as wow. bad as people. If you go, I mean, and what that does is uh, there's actually a name for it, a type of, it causes a type of anxiety. Like I'm never good enough. I'm always doing something wrong. So I spent so much of my life and it, it, it it's gone away like a lot big time. Mm -hmm. But I, it's, you know, sometimes, it, you know, it's still there, but I've worked on it a lot and gotten rid of a lot. But you just feel like, you know, because they tell you like, oh, my God, at any given minute, you could die and go to hell, you know. And well, you know, and it, you, what it is, is that it goes back to the whole embracing your sexuality, because, you know, um, you know, when, when I say this, stuff, I'm not saying to any of my listeners, you know, go out there and have sex with everybody you want to. OK, but you have to be body, body positive. You have to be positive with yourself. You have to experience and try because you don't know unless you try it. And you have to be able to understand and communicate with your partner and all this kind of different things that come into it. But when you make somebody feel like they're dirty because they want they want they've had sex or something and that's what they I'm assuming, you know, that's what they've done to a lot of in the religious background is, you know, if you do that, you're dirty, you know, and you're an awful person. Um, you said, like, I remember I, I would have sex and then I would cry, like, oh, my God, what, did mm -hmm. I do? what have I done? What have I done? Um, one more thing we didn't touch on, which um, I think we should, is uh, body positivity. You know, what did we, we were all brought up, you know, looking at models and tall, you know, 5'11 and skinny, right? And um, what I think the OnlyFans and all these different things have done for where we are with society today is that you can be anything. In this industry, right? You can be your sex, Barbie. You can be your Latino. Sex, you can, be, you know. Sexuality and beauty is not in a box. Exactly. Beauty comes in different color, shapes, sizes, and so does sexuality. We have different ways of expressing ourselves in the industry sexually. So, yeah. yeah. I think that's an, that's an important thing because, um, you know, like uh, I tell people, I run my swingers club. And in the beginning, when I started it, people would say to me, you could get some really good looking people in here if you just didn't have people like that in here. And I was like, what exactly do you mean by like that? that. And they were like, well, like them. And I'm like, well, you know what? What you might find attractive what might be your cup of tea is not somebody else's cup of tea, okay? And that over there is a surgeon and a respiratory nurse, and they're the most amazing people in the world, and I'm going to show you the door, you know? Yeah. And so, you know, not yeah, judging. I'm a, I think they call it a sapiosexual. 
Okay. So yeah. I'm more intrigued by the person, their personality and their qualities and good hygiene is another <laughs> good hygiene, but that's okay. But that I'm a hundred percent the same way. You can be a drop dead, gorgeous woman or drop dead, gorgeous man. Okay. If you are arrogant and cocky, I want nothing to do with you. Nothing to do okay. with you. Automatic turn off. Like, Oh, it is. It's huge. It's huge. So it really comes down to personality. And, um, you know, that's a good thing to know because you are not your five, foot 11 skinny one you know i'm tiny too i'm little five foot uh, how tall are you i'm five you're seven. tall yeah because you're taller weigh, uh, like around 200 pounds yeah you held that well look at you girl <laughs> you're amazing so, um i definitely have had my own share of like feeling like you know maybe i'm you know too big or you know maybe i'm too curvy or maybe you know maybe i need to lose weight or you know like maybe but you see you see you've but, got other we've got other girls out there that are thinking the same thing and then they look at someone like you who's freaking killing it Okay. And like Danica Denali, she's my guest on Monday. She's BBW performer. She's killing it. Okay. And so it's just showing people out there, do what you want to do. Be positive in you, embrace your sexuality, embrace who you are as a person. And it feels so good when I see another woman with my body type Mm -hmm. and she's posting a bikini photo or whatever. And I'm like, wow. Cause I'm looking at her and I'm like, oh, she looks so beautiful. And then she's feeling good about herself and she's posting it. And I'm like, you know what? Thank you. Because you're now making me feel like uh, it's okay to be me. Exactly. Exactly. Like and that's, having, a good, that's a good message. I like having other people feel that way, you know, mm-hmm. well. It's true. It's true. Because that's, you know, that's the whole thing is that it no longer is, you know, and you have to be, you know, you have to be this specific way to be a model, to be an actress, to be an adult performer, whatever it is, because that's not, that's the one thing I will give society. Okay. Everything, anything goes now. It really does. And that's amazing. You know, we've you made know, progress there. It's funny because when I was a little, little girl, I was a chunky little girl. Um, and I remember, you know, my friends may have been like more slim. And I, my mom used to get these like Newport News magazines. I don't know if anybody even knows what that is. I don't even, I'm trying to think. Well, well, they, Newport, were like, okay. they were like a type of like Christian woman's magazine. Oh shit. Okay. No. They were like models. <laughs> So it wasn't Christian like how I was raised because they didn't believe in that kind of stuff. Okay. But my mom wanted clothes that we you know, so she had these Newport news, you know, they had skirts, you know, but they were tall and, you know, and slim. And I just, I remember as a very young girl turning the pages and looking at these women and thinking like, man, I, I would want to be a model, but I don't look like that. Think about how many, I mean, I was there too. How many of us went through that, you know, where it was like, I want to, but I never will be, you know, I can't, I don't look like that. I'll never be that tall. I'll never be that pretty. Things like your thighs are too big. You're not a model. You're not tall enough. You know, you're not a model like, you know, or Mm -hmm. you don't look like the runway or the supermodel or the, you know. Victoria's Secret model or whatever. Uh, and it's so yeah. good that we don't have to be there anymore. I mean, I, one of the stories I always talk about is um, I was a, um, I, I, I entered, I'll give you the short version. I entered a fitness competition, a bikini competition, only because when I went to apply as a personal assistant for the guy, he looked at me and I said, could I ever do this? And he goes, stand up, turn around. And I'm like, okay. And he's like, no. And I'm like, no. And he's like, no. And I'm like, why? And he's like, you're not built for it. And I go, Okay. And I like drove back to my town there. I lost Jenna again, but she'll be back. <laughs> Your camera. There you go. I drove to my town and I was like, 
who's the best bikini competitor coach in here? And literally the woman came a little Maasai. She's a like five foot, five foot one, four eleven, little Asian lady. And she goes, Oh, I don't like that guy. I will, you know, take you there. And 10 weeks later, I went and I got third in my category, third overall. So don't ever let anybody tell you that you're not built for something. You can't do something because that's a load of bullshit. Do anything you want to do. You want to do it? Go do it. <laughs> exactly. Girl, you were awesome. That was so much fun getting to know you. And thank you so much for taking time out of your day to be on the show. Thank you. Thank you so You're much. You're very, very welcome. And you guys just remember, if you want to follow Jenna on all of my, um, all the platforms, you're going to be able to see her bio where I'll have all of your different links on there as well. And um, what else? And then I'll come and I'll let you know when I'm coming to Vegas. We'll go. make yeah. jewelry. Anybody want to come to our OnlyFans private jewelry party? <laughs> right. <laughs> right. All right, you guys. Thank you so much for listening. Jenna, thanks for being on the show. You hang tight with me. And we'll see you guys next time for another episode of the Hanky Banky Podcast. And as I always say, be true to yourself. Live your life for you. You only got one life to live. It's yours. Live it. Thanks again. See you guys next time. <laughs> thanks for listening to the Hanky Panky Podcast with your host, Coralyn Jewell. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. Be sure to check out our archives section on our website for previous podcasts. Check us out on YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter at Hanky Panky Podcast. Join us next time for another edition of the Hanky Panky Podcast. And remember, always be true to yourself. <laughs> <laughs>